Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rain leak. Pit stains. Who has them? We do. <laughs> a little bit. Ethan's showing them off. I just <laughs> had a yeah, shower, baby. so you can't see any of them, but they were there earlier. Welcome back. They were. Leakers. Laughers. Hello. No lovers today. Pure hatred. No. That's all I want. Yeah. Yesterday was National Boyfriend Day. Who needs them? Yeah. Yeah. Who needs them? Yeah. Tick that box. Fuck them. For fuck yeah. them. <laughs> Get them out out of here i don't have Get a boyfriend there. and i don't care to not at all welcome back everyone hope you've been leaking well yeah like, I, I hope that you're all taking uh, taking track of your leaks you know you Ooh, should be we should do making sure that you're regular we should do a whole consensus of how many people watch this and in between episodes how many leaks they have but then measure how much of a leak it is and then consolidate it all you know how like video game developers come out and they're like 4 million people have played the game 17 million people picked this choice versus this yeah we should do that yeah we should it's like 400,000 people have watched the episode since last time uh, this many milliliters of fluids have been leaked <sighs> yes yes are they all the same fluid no, that's where we get the breakdown. So it's like, what class did you pick? Are you a pisser? Are you a discharge? Are you a puss <laughs> kind of person? Are you leaking like cyst fluids? God. <laughs> Blisters? I, speaking, of, speaking of leaks, I released a video yesterday or two days ago or something. I did tie-dye. Um, and I, at the end of the video, I was like, I'm going to give away all of this tie-dye. So if you want it, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't I didn't realize this while I was making this. One, because I don't pay attention, but two, <laughs> because I'm a filthy man who oh. doesn't care about discharge. I on the white denim pants that I got, I used a lot of red specifically by accident in the crotch. <laughs> they're just they're just fucking like period pants. <laughs> They're so bad. Well, when it comes to tie-dye, do you even... You don't really get to choose where anything goes, right? You just tie it up and hope for the best. Yeah, unless you, like, really know what you're doing, but obviously I don't. And so I was just like, yeah, we'll just go willy-nilly and then see how it comes out. Oh. And it came out poorly. Willy-nilly? Why not virginity-nilly? Oh, my God, you're so right. <laughs> I'm just... The patriarchy has taken them. over society and everything. It's like... It's called mankind, not people kind. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then I just said, oh, oh man. man. <laughs> oh, bueno. Oh, bueno. Oh, and a bueno. And what another sister. This is all horrible. But yeah, I made period pants by accident. Mm. Whoopsies. Or Whoopsies. it was just destined to be. Maybe. Walk down the street with period pants. See what, see how it feels. 
Yeah. <gasps> it's like remember remember and I think you should leave when they make the pants with the with the pee stains on them and that's just how they're made. Yeah. I made that but for periods. Yeah. It does not period havers all over the place. It doesn't have to be rejoice. periods. You could have got stabbed in the genitals. You could have got stabbed in the leg. Yes, exactly. To so distract, when you're going around town. To distract from the period. It's like, it's not period blood. I got stabbed. Exactly. And then you solve the and problem. And then you can, you can keep going on about with your night because people won't look at you and be like, ha ha, period. They'll go, oh no. Stab. Stab victim. <laughs> I need to buy them a drink. <laughs> exactly. Oh, crack the code. We've figured it Pit out. Pit stains? Baby. No. Oil change. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's I got my oil changed today. It was stressful, so I sweat a lot. <laughs> that would be crazy if if people had to get their oil changed. Like in the sense of they they suck all the oil out of you that your skin that you know that comes through your pores and stuff, but you gotta change it out. Isn't that like a colonic? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a colonic is. It's like where they it's like an enema, they pump you full of water and then pull out all your guts. Whoa. And then they like. I think that feels good. I mean, when I got a fucking colonoscopy, I've never felt freer and looser, baby. <laughs> At the end of it, did you go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they were sucking it out, it was like. <laughs> 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 it felt like it felt like what it must be like when a clown car is emptied. And it's like, whoa, there's oh. so much space in here. <laughs> whoa, and the fucking suspension's great now. <laughs> Man, it must be really sad for doctors who do specific. I don't, I don't know what the term would be. Like someone who specifies in colon stuff, butt stuff. Colonoscopizers, I think. Yes, the colonoscopizers. They're so desensitized to farts now. They're probably not even not even funny anymore. Yeah, I wanted to bring up a point <laughs> as well. I thought about this on the walk home from therapy today. That. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna die and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I thought about it. everyone's like, oh, Sean's talking about shitting himself so much. When are we have gonna have an episode that doesn't talk about that? Surprise, it's not this one. But <laughs> I was thinking that every time you fart, you're kind of farting on yourself. Like you're walking down the street, it's like that hits your pants. Uh oh, blowback. That's all on your cheeks uh -huh. now. Little bits yeah. of poo come out every time you fart. Little poo particles, microscopic. So aren't we all shitting ourselves? Technically, just a little bit. Just and that's what a little bit. <laughs> and that's really what brings us together as a species. Yeah, why divide? So beautiful. Common ground, people. Everybody poops, except those people that have like colostomy bags or whatever, and it just goes into a bag, and they just have to empty it out. Oh, I saw that tick. Have you seen that video of the lady who gets her food through a bag? What? No. She has a condition where her, I th I'm, I, I can't remember what it is. I'm pretty sure it's her intestines are trying to kill her. So she can't eat food regularly. So she has like a, a thing on her heart and she has a bag that sticks into it. And all this, it's like a bag of IV, but it has calories in it. And it just goes into her blood while she sleeps. And then she wakes up and is like, I don't have to eat today. Whoa. Yeah. Do people with stomas have to do that? I don't know. I don't know what a stoma is. A stoma is like this little hole that they put. Oh, it's like 
right in here. Oh. I don't know what this part of your neck is called, but like the little part where your throat connects to the torso. Yeah, everybody press on your throat until you pass out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that little part, when somebody smokes for far too long and oh, far and too get much, the hole? they have, yeah, it's, that's the, <clears throat> that's what it is. The hole is the stoma and they have to like clean it out and stuff. Is that when your voice box gets removed? Uh, Why do you need a I hole? I don't know. Let's find out. Jamie, pull it up. Why do we need I, stomas? <laughs> we. <laughs> it's the collective we. I know why um, you get your voice box removed and have to do the voice box thing, but I don't know why you would have to get a hole in your throat other than you can't breathe. Why would someone need a stoma? There are many reasons why you may need a stoma. Common reasons. No, go away. I don't want to subscribe. Common reasons include bowel cancer, bladder cancer, inflammatory bowel disease, known as Crohn's disease, or ulcerative colitis, divert Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis or obstruction to the bladder. The stoma can be temporary or permanent. No, no, no. But this is different. Yeah, so a, st a stoma is like a hole connector to a tissue organ. A neck stoma. It's just called a neck stoma. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> and they breathe through it. But like, I I, I get that, but why? Is it that they're esophagus and their windpipe get blocked? Can they still eat through their mouth and down that pipe? Is it just for the windpipe? Like, I need answers, damn it! Okay. Uh, if your mouth or oropharyngeal cancer is blocking your throat and the surgeon can't remove it because it's too big. Ah. Uh. You may have swelling around your voice box or your larynx. So that closes After stuff off. I guess so, yeah. Then you need a uh, you need to divert traffic. Yes. Nah, that's rough. But I wonder I wonder if people have to eat through the stone or if they can eat normally. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no clue. Does it just block the trachea or the esophagus at the same time? I'm throwing out the big words because I want to let people know that I know what I'm talking about. I don't know. We got to have Hank Green on here. <clears throat> we got to ask him all these questions about how the body works. And we got to say, hey, it's stoma. What is, what, what's, what's going on there? Yeah, Hank. What? Tell us about the stomas. On. What is happening there? <laughs> what is Jeez. going on, Hank? Fuck. Um, <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Ethan, how do you feel about shaving your face? Oh, man, I hate shaving my face. Every Why? time I because you pick a razor I, that blunts really fast and cuts your fucking face up. Yeah, it's all filled with rust. I've got so much tetanus because of the razors. They don't ever do anything right. They're never sharp. They're terrible. What if I told you one razor as sharp as the first time on eight shave, the weighty handle German blade? Boom. Are you sold yet? Oh man, that sounds so expensive. I couldn't possibly afford that. Oh, you silly sailor. That's $13 value for $3. How does that sound? Pretty good, I'm betting. Just three smackaroos for all that? Three smackaroos for the price of 13 smackadingles. You're right. Do the math. What kind of a percentage saving is that? Big. Huge. Big, big percentage. Big percent.
Oh, Look, man. you know what makes a great shave? What? It's a good razor, but it's also washes, lotions, shave gels. You got to lube up your face before you shave that hairy mess off. Oh, yeah. I've got just a thing for you. I haven't even read out the name of it yet. And you're already sold in it. That's the power of Harry's. Harry's razors have got you covered. They got everything, baby. They got your face covered in shave gel, and then they get it not covered in hair. That's crazy. If I wanted to, if I wanted to get these shavers from from Harry's, would I just have to go to Harry's.com/brain for a three dollar trial set? You read the fucking description properly. Yeah, you go to Harry's.com/brain for a three dollar trial set. Go get it yourself. Saves you time and money. And it's going to save your face and get the honey. <laughs> Damn. Harry's. They made me handsome when no one else could. <laughs> while, you had, while you had a poop question uh, on your way back from therapy, I had a, a question in therapy come up today uh, that this is now about to get... Uh, very real and deep. Okay. Um, but I wanted to bring it up because I was like, I've never really thought about that before, and I wonder if other people think about this this way. Um, you know how you love somebody, sure, right? Platonically or romantically, sure. Um, and I, my therapist and I were talking about <laughs> self love. Half the audience I'm... are like, "Well, fuck, that's me out." <laughs> <laughs> But you you have love for a person, blah 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 blah. And then we were talking about self love today in therapy, which uh. is a thing that I have a hard time with. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, "Am I supposed to feel the same feelings about myself that I feel for other people mm. that I love?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Huh? <laughs> I don't." <laughs> like, oh. Like, like a hundred percent or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was just a, a really like interesting thing that came up in therapy uh, where I was just like, man, like I definitely don't do that. Yeah. But it was very interesting to think about of like the way that I perceive myself and, you know, how I struggle with like loving myself and stuff like that and mm -hmm. how that even, how to even love yourself in that kind of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's different because, like, my love for Evelyn would be different than I think my love for myself. Because it's like, Evelyn walks in a room and it's like, oh, exciting. Like, mm -hmm. wow, you brighten up the room. But it's like, I walk into a room with myself and I'm like, hey, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, but I definitely think... I mean, self-love is that one thing where it's like, that's what you're supposed to figure out. And if you find self-love and inner peace and you can, like... If you can, like, love the things about yourself and get, find contentment with just yourself, then life and the world and everything is supposed to be easier. Because mm -hmm. everything yeah. else is a variable that can change and fuck up your day, but shit's hard. It is hard. And then what, what's, what went off of that was the thought of, like, the, the values that I have uh, and the things that I like about myself are technically about other people in a way mm. like if i were to say nice things about myself yeah it's like yeah i think that i'm like a giving person or a thoughtful person or whatever yeah but all of those are technically sort of like about other people 
if that makes sense. Oh, I get what you mean. It's like, yeah, where it's like, I think I'm thoughtful towards other people and like I blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or like I'm giving and I try and do things like, for other people. Like the things you like about yourself don't really exist without an other. So it's mm -hmm. like, I think I'm funny, but it's like you kind of need people to laugh. Like you can mm -hmm. think you're funny on your own, but unless people are laughing, it's like stuff that's kind of dependent on other people. Yeah. Yeah, what do I like about myself that isn't dependent on an other? Right? And we were trying to come up with stuff in therapy, and I was like, this is really hard. Um, Huge cock. And Yeah. I don't need Huge. it. I don't but that, that's, that benefits other people now, doesn't it? Not always. That's true. <laughs> I can't have fun on my own. <laughs> I can't go Red Rocket all by myself. <laughs> I The only one that I could think of was like, I think that I'm creative, but that, I mean, that's still like kind of benefits other people or whatever. Well, but, I, I think it doesn't exclusively benefit other people. No. Or trying to think yeah. of something that doesn't, that can't benefit other people, I think is impossible. Yeah. But it was, it was very interesting thinking about that and thinking about like, what are the things that I like about myself and then mm -hmm. listing those things out and then being like, okay, well, none, like, those make me feel good about myself and I'm glad that they're there, but none of those are like f for me necessarily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's um, the journey, baby. That's why you go to therapy. That's why we're on this big wave, this tidal wave big about to wave. decimate society. Oh, and you're on a surfboard man. fucking hanging 10, ripping tide, baby. Oh yeah, and then you see that barrel and you go, whoop <laughs> Like I killed a guy. And you flop here and you're saying, whoop <laughs> Oh, wait, no, that guy didn't kill a guy. It was a different guy. Never mind. He killed a guy? I'm thinking of the hatchet guy. Oh, yeah, he definitely killed a yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. it was a few months back, like six months ago, I was watching Alien vs. Predator 2. It's not a good movie. I like it because I like Alien and Predator, and it's it's very stupid. It's a very bad movie. Oh, are you going to talk about the scene where Predator looks at himself in the mirror and is like, I love you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love you. <laughs> I love you and I see you. <laughs> and then he does the big, oh! <laughs> 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 him, him and the alien just like stop and it's like, what if we made out over the dead person? <laughs> um, I was watching that and I forgot there was a the young guy and he's like blonde and he's, he's a pretty good looking dude. And I was like, why haven't I seen him in anything else? And then I went down the rabbit hole and found out that he murdered his neighbor. I think it was like an old lady or attacked her. I can't remember. I think he murdered someone. And I was like, oh, dude. He's like high on drugs and went off and killed someone. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? You had it all. You were in the shitty Alien vs. Predator sequel. Alien vs. Predator 2? Yeah, it's called Requiem. It's not oh. called two, technically. Alien. AVP Requiem. Don't spend time writing out letters you don't have to. Consolidate. Love yourself. Well, I'm on IMDb. Ugh. Who does he play? Johnny Lewis. Johnny Lewis, huh? Oh, yeah. Not only did he kill someone, he's dead. <laughs> did he get killed in prison? At the age of 28, Lewis and his 81-year-old landlady, Catherine Davis, were both found dead at Davis's home in Los Angeles. Davis is known in Hollywood circles for operating the writers... Okay, that's not relevant to the thing. 
Police recalled after Lewis violently attacked two people at the property next door and he was heard screaming. Davis was found dead inside the house with severe head injuries. Her pet cat was also found dead in the bathroom. Like, That's I, sad. I, Why do they gotta do that? I don't want to read any more because we might get into like triggering territory, but yeah. I was like watching it and I was like, why didn't he go further? He had a, a good look about him. He was a handsome young man. And then I started reading that. I was like, oh no. You didn't just crash and burn. You crashed, burned, exploded, fucked everything up, barrel rolled, flaming pile, crash into somebody else. Okay, he final destination. <laughs> Hello there. I'm coming to you from the year 1990. Why? Because I just got this old camera and I wanted to try it out. But that's not what this is about. This is about the wonderful people over at NordVPN. Do you have creepy crawly criminals? It's the Halloween season. You might have some monsters trying to sneak into your personal data. Hmm. You might be at a coffee shop and you think that you're safe. You think that you're alone, but no, they're hacking into your into your things and they're getting all of your passwords and they're stealing your identity and now your whole life is about to be ruined. But don't be afraid because NordVPN is here to help. NordVPN is a wonderful VPN service that gets you off the public spaces when you're on the public spaces. You know what I mean? With a click of a button. You know, these creepy crawlies, they think that you're here in in California. They think you're in you're in Los Angeles, right? That's that's where you are in this hypothetical scenario. The click of a button, boom, you're suddenly in Japan. They can't track you. You are untraceable. And NordVPN isn't only just great at, at keeping you and your data safe. No, they are also there to help you when you need it. You want to watch a show that's only available on UK Netflix? Boom. Suddenly, you're in London. You can have access to that. You want to watch all the sweet anime that Japan has? Boom. You're in Japan. You can watch all the anime that you want. You want to even save on plane tickets, you can change your location and the prices will change. You can find yourself a better deal thanks to NordVPN. And not only that, Nord has some amazing deals with every two-year plan purchase. It comes with a free four months just because they want to give it to you. You know, they're so kind over there. So kind. And NordVPN can be used on up to six devices, which is great. You can have it on your phone, your iPad. You can have it on your computer, your other computer, your 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 pool computer, your bathtub phone, any any possible scenario, Nord has got you covered. And you don't have to be afraid about, oh, what if I don't like it, then I spend all that money. Nord has a 30-day money back guarantee. So you don't you don't need to worry about a thing, baby. If you want to grab our huge discount off our NordVPN plan, you can go to nordvpn.com slash brain. That's nordvpn.com slash B-R-A-I-N. Listen, it's the scary season. There's people all out there everywhere, not just wearing masks for trick-or-treating, but trying to get into your personal data. Don't let them do it. NordVPN. Thanks. 
Speaking of Final Destination, I'm very excited. I'm going to... This is not a sponsored thing. Mm. I'm going to... Uh, what's it called? Halloween Horror Nights Ooh. tonight. Tonight? I'm excited to see... Yeah. Oh. I'm excited to see uh, to see what happens. Where are you going? To see what all the memes well, are about. I was going to say, don't say that because people will go there, but they won't see this episode yet. They won't see this. Are you uh, going to Universal or Knott'sbury? Uh, Universal. I've never done Knott'sbury before, and I really want to, though. So, for those of you who don't know, not scary farms. There's not scary farms. Yeah, there's a there's a theme park called Knott'sbury Farms, um, and during the Halloween season, they do not scary farms, um, but it's all like unlicensed, like random made up horror stuff. So yeah, it's not some of the guys. There was like a guy that does it on TikTok that does like the sliding on his knees thing, and he yeah, he went viral and has like a million followers or two million followers now. There's all these people that run around with like these metal knee pads mm-hmm. that make sparks, and they'll just run up to people and then slide. It's so yeah. cool. So he, he used to do TikToks. It's all licensed. Yeah, he stuff. used to do TikToks where it would like be a friend filming him getting people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was an attractive man, so he started getting groupies that would follow him around. Ooh. And I don't think he can do it anymore. I think he might have quit <laughs> or something like that. Um, it'll be fun, though. I'm really interested to see The Last of Us. Uh, oh, yeah. With the Halloween Horror Nights, they do all of these, like, walk through like maze kind of things or whatever you're just walking through a thing it's like a haunted house Mm -hmm. but they have different themes so they they have like stranger things and then this year they have last of us and they always have like classic ones like um like killer clowns and space and like random stuff like that. are you gonna dress up um no i'm just gonna go as normal put on a green wig say you're me Oh, yes. I'm going to a Halloween party soon, and I need to figure out what to wear. Oh, I we have ours done. Our costumes are downstairs already, baby. Already? Yeah. We <clears throat> Originally, we were going to do Shaun of the Dead, so I was going to be Shaun, weirdly enough. And then Evelyn was going to be Nick Frost's character. So uh-huh. we were just going to get, like, really <laughs> shitty-looking outfits and just get what they were wearing. Um, but then we pivoted and we were like, let's watch Jurassic Park for Halloween. So I'm going as Sam Neill's character and she's going as Laura Dern's character. Mm, You're going as uh, a Barbasol can. (laughs) (laughs) And she's going as a DNA strand. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a really cute couple's costume. Dano DNA. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, I'm thinking of maybe going as uh, Nicole Kidman from the AMC oh, um, thing. Oh, fucking heartbreak feels so good in a place like this. It feels so good. So, so good. Damn. Um, yeah, because I was thinking and I was you like... You just need a power suit then. <laughs> I know. It could be easy. But um, I, I don't even know what's relevant currently. I don't know. I have no idea. It's not about what's relevant. Well, Jurassic Park's not relevant right now. That's true. That's true. But I was like, what, what, what do I do? What's your I haven't favorite, dressed up for Halloween What's your in a favorite while. horror movie? Ooh, favorite horror movie. That's a good question. Um, I th- Well, there's two different schools of thought here. You know? <laughs> there's the school of thought of what's my favorite horror movie is and which one is the scariest or scared me the most at the time when watching it. 
because if we're going that way, mm. Hereditary was the first horror movie in a very long time that like genuinely scared me mm -hmm. in recent years. But my f my favorite horror movie. What like vibes oh. with you? Man. Hmm. Well, there's a, it's not even really a horror movie. The movie Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I guess it's more of like a, a nostalgic, it's more of a thriller. <clears throat> Evelyn yeah. and I watched that this year again, actually. Like, earlier in the it's year. It's fun. I like that movie. Um, My favorite horror movie is probably The Ring. Mm. I love The Ring. The Ring is yeah, that's a good one. That's like one of the only American remakes of something that it was actually good. Yeah. Um, um, I've never seen the original. I should, I should watch the original. It's fine. I'd say it's probably a little better, but they they haven't really stood the test of time. Well, the Grudge movies, no, they've stood the test of time. You want the I've second Grudge movie either. has like time travel in it, in a weird way, oh. kind of. But I would, you don't really need to watch the first one. You can just watch the second one, and it's really good. God, what if horror movies started going down the f fucking, like, Marvel route with, like, multiverse stuff? That would be so funny. <laughs> to me, I mean, The Nun and The Conjuring are the same universe. And Annabelle. Oh, yeah, that's and true. It's not multiverse. It's like a connected universe, but. Did you go and see The Nun? The I haven't seen the first one, but we watched the second one. And it was okay. <laughs> Is that the one that just came out? Yeah. In theaters? Yeah, all of those movies, they have they have a diehard fan base. Um, they're not for me. I've, they, I've watched a lot of them, and I'm like... Eh. They benefit heavily from being connected to better franchises. Like, The Conjuring's great, um, especially the first two. But I think the problem is that the aesthetic is cool. Like, The Nun themselves is a really cool design. And it's yeah. like, Ev Evelyn's bar for horror movies is always like, if it has like one or two good scares in it, then I'll consider it not a failure. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it, it has things like that, like, um, I think it's Conjuring 2, like the nun comes across the wall, like the shadow, and then it matches up with mm -hmm. the portrait, and then the hands come out, like holding the portrait. And I'm like, that's clever. That kind of shit yeah, is cool. that's fun. Um, and the new one has that like magazine scene where all the magazines like flick until it lands on it. And then you watch the scene in the th cinema and it's like, I already saw this in all the fucking trailers that played way too much. In all of the trailers. And also the scene goes on a little too long and I don't care. <laughs> that always sucks when it's like, and I get it obviously, but it's when like the coolest shots are in the trailer. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, well the rest of this is just underwhelming now. Dude, we... <clears throat> well, my favorite horror movie ever is Paranormal Activity 1, which mm -hmm. a lot of people will think, like, huh, interesting. Like, the Paranormal Activities are kind of a joke now because the later ones sucked. But the first three are fucking great. And that first one, I knew nothing about. I was 18, I think. And I... With my, like, past ex-girlfriend at the time, and we were like, let's go watch a movie tonight when we get to college. So we were, like, driving from where we lived to college that night. It was like, we'll go watch a movie when we get there. And we heard about Paranormal Activity and I was like, I know nothing about this. The only trailer I saw was on the way there and it was the one of the green screen or the night vision of all the people reacting mm -hmm. to the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. I like horror movies. And then we went and watched it and I was like, this is all the exact fears I had growing up. Like, <laughs> I we had like mice in our ceilings that would scratch right above my bunk bed. So I was terrified of that, like creaking pipes. 
It was all the like bump in the night kind of shit, and I was terrified of it. And then watching that movie, I was like, I'm way more uncomfortable watching this than I thought. And I, I literally, it's the only horror movie I watched that I couldn't sleep the night of watching it. Yeah. I should rewatch Paranormal Activity because I haven't seen it in years. Oh, you should watch it in the theater room. There's some like cool, like deep bass shit in it that I yeah. hadn't heard before. Um, I do remember with all those movies of people being like, it's all real. It's real. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. Yep. Of course. Yeah. Well, that was when it came out. It was like leaked and it was pirated everywhere. And then that kind of put it in front of people's eyes. And then people were like, there's three different endings. And people were like, I saw this ending. What ending did you see? And the one at the end of it that was in the theaters was the one that was like inspired by Steven Spielberg, I think. He he like saw the movie mm -hmm. and was like, you should change the ending to something like this. Um, yeah. But the other ones are like the police showing up and shooting her or she just like walking out of the house or something like that. I can't remember. What's Evelyn's favorite horror movie? The Thing. Oh, I think I knew that. Have you seen The Thing? Yeah. That's a That's great, a great movie. What I like about that movie is that it doesn't waste its time. You know, how sometimes there's like alien movies where they show up. It's like, what is it? Is it an alien? Is it a ghost? This movie's like, get the flamethrower. <laughs> kill the, yeah, kill the fucking just, dog. <laughs> <laughs> just immediately just kill it yeah please i like that that's great. um but yeah what are there oh there's so many horror movies that i would love to talk about i think the exorcist one is like my second favorite because that affected me a lot but we finally got to see exorcist 3 recently i've never seen the second one but the exorcist 3 people are like it has an amazing jump scare in it and then yeah it was on Prime, but the only way we could watch it is in Spanish. So it was oh. never, the English version of it never existed. And I was like, is this a Spanish movie? <laughs> like, I know nothing about it, but it wasn't. So we we finally, had, it finally came out on Prime or something that we were able to watch it. So we sat down one night and watched it in like the theater room. And mm -hmm. God, that one, there's one scene in it where it's like just a long hallway shot. I don't know if you've seen it, the one where, like, the guy comes out with the hedge clippers. No, um, I haven't. It's like a, a side shot of, like, a hallway, and she's, like, at her desk at the end of it in a hospital, and she's just, like, working away. And then you hear a noise, and there's, like, two police officers near her sitting down waiting. And then there's a noise, and she, like, gets up, and she's walking around for, like, three minutes, and you're like, oh, God, something's going to happen. She goes into a room and gets mm. jump scared. And then it's just by, like... Uh, a guy like with mental difficulties in the hospital and he freaks her out and then you're like oh okay and then she goes back out and it's the same shot again you're like uh oh it's not over <laughs> and then she goes back and she like sits down and then the cop that was there leaves and you're like oh something bad is going to happen and then you hear more noises and then the cop comes back and you're like oh we're safe and then uh -huh. she gets up to like go into a room to check and then the cop leaves again. You're like, something bad's going to happen. Oh, God, that's the room that the bad guy is in. <laughs> and then she comes back out and she's like, oh, nothing was in there. And she locks the door. And then as she's walking away, the door opens and the guy just like walks out after her side profile and like with hedge clippers off screen. And there's like this really weird sound that plays when it happens. Does it hit well? Yeah. It's like the best jump scare oh, I've yeah. ever seen. It's so good because it builds it up. And then it's like, oh, jump scare. Oh, we can relax. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, it's not over. Because the shot, it's like teaching people how to read cinema. Because you're, like, watching yeah. it, and it's like the shot repeats again, and you're like, oh, no, something bad's going to happen. 
I haven't gotten hit by a jump scare in a while, honestly. Uh, yeah. I went and saw... What did I see? Oh, I went and saw Talk to Me, which I really liked. That's a great did you guys movie. See it? Yeah. It was really, really good. Um, and there's a couple of jump scares in that. Uh, and I went to see it with a couple of friends, and they all got got by the jump scare. And I was like, oh, you guys didn't... You guys didn't feel that one coming? I know, right? <laughs> I have that sometimes where, where like, we're, me and Evelyn are watching stuff and then it's like everybody else in the theater like jumps and we're like, idiots. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many like nowadays so many of the false jump scares where it's like the jump scare is going to happen and then it's like, oh, relief. And then right after that, the jump scare yeah. happens. So it's like you're preparing for one of the two where it's like, okay, the jump scare is about to happen. And if it doesn't, then it's going to happen immediately after. Yeah, and the other thing that... I think Smile did it a lot, or maybe a different movie I'm thinking of. Maybe it was The Nun, actually. But the, the new thing to do is to expect a jump scare, and then the shot's set up like somebody going to the fridge, side profile, you open up the door, it blocks the shot, and then that's like, oh, yeah. jump scare is coming. But now they don't do them anymore, and the character just keeps mm -hmm. walking along. And it's like, you can't really do anything with them anymore, because everyone expects something. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't happen. It's like, well, I knew that wasn't going to happen. If a jump scare happens, it's like, I also knew that that was going to happen. So mm -hmm. you're kind of like prepared for everything. And I don't know how you play off of that to be like, the jump scare didn't happen. I think that's why the Exorcist one was so good because it did that. And then it came back to the same shot again. So your brain is immediately like fight or flight mode again. Yeah. And then she checks the room that the bad guy's in. Nothing happens. She comes out and then locks the door. So you're like, well, now nothing can happen. And then it yeah. happens anyway. <laughs> Give the false sense of security. That's so good. Oh, speaking of horror movies, the uh, the greatest horror movie of all time, Shrek Three, coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shrek Three, the greatest horror movie of all time, is coming out at the end of the month. Oh, FNAF AF. Yep. <laughs> I I'm hoping. I don't. I don't. Think it's, it's not going to be, be good. Any of the but trailers I, we've seen don't make it look good. It would be so cool if it was. I know. I really want it to be good. I would love to yeah. see that actually take off, but I would love to see it not be as like goofy as I think it's going to be. Yeah. But I think it's at odds with like, I think general audiences need something really serious and scary and gritty to actually make it take off, but they're making it for the people that like FNAF. Mm -hmm. which has a sillier kind of streak in it. It is scary, and the games are actually yeah. pretty cool when they hit hard, but yeah, I think the movie's going to be... Anytime I've seen the animatronics like get up and move around, I'm like, ah, it works in the game, but now when you're up and like moving around and like you turn to the camera, it's not scary. Yeah. Because there's something about the lighting or something about the trailers every time I see it that's just not letting the animatronics hit as hard as they do in the game. Like, the first game is great, the yeah. lighting and the way they like turn to the camera when you're not looking, that kind of shit slaps. Now that would be, I imagine they're not doing it this year because they usually do it the following year, but that would be a good like Halloween Horror Nights thing. Yeah. Is a FNAF one. That would be great. I think that would be really good. Yeah. Um, well, they yeah, got to put we'll, those animatronics we'll to work. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we'll see what happens with it. I'm... I'm curious. Comes out the same day as my documentary. Just saying, two equally horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so I, scary. I think 
it's going to do numbers because it's FNAF and yeah. it always does. And they said that they made their budget back already based on like pre-sales and everything. Their budget was like okay. just north of 20 million, which is pretty decent for a movie of that caliber. But yeah. also it's like, usually when stuff is that and it's like single location, everything, it gets very limiting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I do want it to be good, but I don't have high hopes for it. I don't have high hopes for it at all unfortunately and people are like um, oh but the animatronics and like there's a whole debate about like the eyes being goofy looking and then people there's like people saying like oh it works really well because in the game they look like that and i'm like i get that in the game it's a certain way and everything works a certain way and it looks cool but that's the stuff that you have to adapt for movies you can't just take what's in the game and then put it in a movie and expect it to be the exact same thing yeah, because when you're playing a game, it's like you're suspending your disbelief in the environment. All of the environment is different. Yeah. Where in a live action movie, it's like, okay, well, that just doesn't look true to real life, though. That just looks goofy and weird. I really hope that, because I don't think it's going to be good on paper, but I really hope that it's not boring. Because mm. I'm already expecting it to be like kind of bad and goofy, but fun and enjoyable in that yeah. sense of like, ah, oh, this is kind of shit, but it's fun to, you know, watch. And it's like, haha, this is... Yeah, it could become one of those like cult classic movies. Yeah, but I, I just really hope it's not boring. Yeah, um, that's. I think that's my worry as well, that it's going to just be trope after trope. Like the mm-hmm. characters all act a certain way and do the things that you're expecting them to do. And yeah, who knows? It'll do $500 million at the box office and get 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Yep. An audience score will be 89%. I'm locking this in right... No, 86. There's like... There's a thing Evelyn and I always try and guess Rotten Tomato scores for movies. Mm -hmm. And she's usually like bang on, especially with horror, because it's like... She's like... Most horror movies are like a 60-something, like 67, and then the audience is like 80-something. And I never noticed it until we started checking them. And I was like, that's so accurate for so many of them. Now, I'm going to offer a piece of advice that I don't mean as an insult to the Five Nights at Freddy's community. If you are wanting to see this movie, but you don't particularly, you're not a diehard FNAF fan, I would say maybe don't see this movie opening week (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like... I feel like going to this movie, opening day, opening week, there's going to be a rowdy crowd there. All that, children. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a rowdy crowd that's going to be very loud anytime any of the animatronics come on screen. Oh, that's going to be totally any... the fucking Captain America shows up in Infinity yeah. War moment. <laughs> yeah. It's Freddy! And anytime a YouTuber cameo happens, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. I wonder how many uh, of the cameos, because despite what people may think, we don't know anything about any cameos in it. Other than the trailer with Corey. Yeah. And Daco um, and like John Wolf and 8-Bit Ryan are all like on the wall in the trailer. Mm-hmm. They're like employee of the month guys. Yeah. But I, I don't know how many are going to be like in person, like Corey appearances. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 weirdly excited to go watch it because I think I think past me would have been a bit more cynical about it and a bit more like horror movies should be this. And now I'm like, I'm just going to turn off my brain, eat popcorn and fucking laugh Mm -hmm. and have fun. The movies are back, baby. The movies are back. (laughs) 
You know, Nicole Kidman are, has never been happier. Exactly. People were so nervous about streaming services killing uh, killing cinemas, but I think that it's coming back around now, where, where people are excited to make watching movies more of an event again. Well, streaming services um, kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Fuck them guys. Fuck them guys. Fuck them, them kids. Uh, <laughs> I just cutting back real quick to to the Five Nights at Freddy's. The opening night, the outfits that are going to be oh, happening God. are going to be absurd, and I can't wait. I uh, I'm excited to see the he's um right behind me energy God. for opening night and all the TikToks that are going to get filmed <sighs> and. Just, they God. should make the biggest fucking event out of this movie. I mean, this goes as a, as a blanket statement all the time, but especially for this, please just uh, be nice to the people working at the cinemas. Yeah. Uh, don't don't make their jobs harder, because it's already going to be a shit show. Just be <laughs> nice to people. Thank you. Hey, if they get through Barbenheimer, they can get through FNAF. That's true. I felt so bad. So bad bad for everybody working at the movie theaters for that one but yeah you know i like to think that fnaf stands for five nights as fuck (laughs) five nights as fuck (laughs) friday night as fuck bro (laughs) i like calling it fnaf at freddy's (laughs) (laughs) friday night at freddy's friday night at freddy's at freddy's yeah I think I think they probably didn't get the biggest budget for the first one, but now that it's like doing well, the second one I think is going to be huge. Oh no. But I want I, to see them I do didn't like even think about that. I want to They're see going to make a sequel. I want to see more pop-ups happen. I think there's a, a Fazbear's Pizzeria in LA right now that they did. Yeah. They like converted a store. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of that. Yeah. I like experiences. They're fun. That's what the movie. That's what going to the movies is all about. You don't want to go to the movies just to be like, I could have just watched this at home, which is what it fucking feels like going to the movies here because the cinemas suck. Sound systems are terrible. The screens are bad. I wonder if from this they'll be able to make like a a proper Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria that stays. You know, that's not just to promote the movie because just, I could see just like buy out Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no way that it wouldn't do well. I think it would. Yeah. Maybe if, maybe only in places like LA though, and like London and stuff like that. Look, if Jimmy Buffett, RIP, can make it work, then anybody can make it work. He's just That's gotta true. you just gotta like make Fazbear's Pizzeria targeted towards divorced forty year olds. Mm. Yes. Yes. Just pop a Hawaiian shirt on. Fred and it's good to go. What's the age rating for the FNAF movie? Uh, PG-13. I saw a tweet about it today. I was like, it's PG-13, which means that they're allowed to say one fuck. <laughs> Who is saying fuck? Fuck nights at Freddy's! <laughs> <laughs> I want to... I, I, whenever they do the fucks like the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, it's like, open the fucking door! Like, that yeah. kind of one is funny, but I want to see just a... Fuck you! Fuck you! Freddy shows up and it's like, I'm gonna eat your toes! And it's like, fuck off, <laughs> Freddy, you fucking loser! <laughs> well, that, that 
that's if they throw in a fuck, it's just gonna be a. It's it's gonna be like a fuck this, yeah. like a, a quick like, one. You somebody's know, gonna be like fuck well. this. I think there's a stipulation that PG-13's fuck has to be not aimed at someone. Like you can't yes, you can't call can't one sexual. someone a fuck. You can't say sexual fuck. You can't it can't be like fuck off or anything like that. It has to be like lighthearted enough that people are like hee hee. Yeah. I want Freddy to say mm -hmm. fuck. Let Freddy say yeah. fuck in Let the Freddy snap at fuck. Freddy's movie. He just oh, 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 oh. get fucked. <laughs> Time to get fucked. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Or it's like, Foxy's fuck time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he calls them like, Fuckies. I mean, Foxy, get in there. <laughs> Fucky. <laughs> or Freddy just shows up and he's like, ooh, ooh fucky my Wookie. <laughs> oh, God. But that, that's what I hope happens. I hope the movie is like so much in one direction that it's like so absurd that it's good. Yeah. But like we said, I don't want it to be boring where it's like, it's not appeasing the fans because they changed too much. And it's not appeasing casual audiences because they didn't change enough. And it's yeah. just kind of left in this weird middle ground that no one cares about, but all the like diehard fans go nuts for. Until you just brought it up a couple minutes ago, I hadn't thought about sequels at all. Oh yeah, baby. Which, uh, definitely going to happen. And I think what's going to happen is... This first movie is going to do very well mm -hmm. because, you know, it's got the giant fan audience and then also people are going to go and see Money. it just to see. Money. You know, it's like, oh, Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, I'll go and see it. But then the sequel, I think, will bomb. Uh, it in my opinion. It might, but I wouldn't rule out how feverish the Five Nights at Freddy's fan base is. Like, still. That's true. They, they that will... True. Give that franchise money until their dying breath. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll I see what happens. I would really like it to be like R-rated. I if I were yeah. to like make the FNAF movie, it would piss off all the diehard fans because they want it to be just like the games. But I would make it like like super visceral and vicious, and like Freddy is like really scary and intimidating, not just like yeah. I'm a regular animatronic. I've always thought about that with Star Wars. I would love for, and they'll never do it because it's Disney, but I would love for them to make a Darth Vader movie where he's just like brutally killing people. Oh, that one, so that one awesome. comic panel, I don't know what it's from, but he says something like, all I'm surrounded by are dead men. And it's like, yeah. oh, and he just fucking goes to town and like 20 dudes that... <laughs> Darth Vader, they don't... <laughs> Look... Vader means daddy in Dutch. So, Darth Daddy? <laughs> Going to town on 20 dudes? His, his mask just gets, like, lifted up. Yeah. He's just, like, his dry-ass lips. <laughs> oh! Let me suck on that lightsaber. <laughs> oh, my lightsaber's growing. <laughs> Ah, oh, he's really using all that force choke. <laughs> he's real good at it. The force really, pull. Really <laughs> oh, Darth Vader could jerk God. you off from 20 feet away. God, he could. He really could. But yeah, a, a really cool, like, 
really dark, violent Jedi movie yeah. would be cool. Like be a awesome. Sith movie, like um, like Darth Revis or something like that. I want that. Yeah, be so sick. It's not gonna happen because Disney. But you know, whatever. <sighs> it's fine. Yeah, I wish they would just be like, "This is not for kids. Don't watch this. This is a, 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 a bad." And just like yep. fucking. I hate when companies have so much money and they make the blandest shit ever. <laughs> we have to just wait a hundred years or whatever until it uh, goes into public domain. Then we'll have it. I can wait that long. Yeah, it'll be fine. Is it a hundred or is it fifty? Uh huh. I think it might be fifty, with a chance to renew. And then a hundred is like okay, you're done. done. Yeah, after a hundred, then you're Something like, like stop it, just no more. Second presidency. But Disney. Disney's coming up to that, isn't it? Yeah, Mickey Mouse is like right on the cusp. He's about to get filleted. <laughs> 2024! <gasps> That's next. Year. Mickey Mouse and Winnie the Pooh are going to be the new Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good! Oh, oh. man. Call that for help. Public domain. Yeah, scream for me. <laughs> I'm going to slit you from sack to hole. <laughs> Is there anything that Disney can do to fuck with that? No, I think I think Mickey's done. I think he's mm. public domain soon for good. Damn, that's crazy. Because that was the thing with Winnie the Pooh. He entered public domain. But who owned Winnie the Pooh? Was it Disney? I think so. But Winnie the Pooh is not as iconic as Mick. Mickey's the whole, he's the face of the company. Yeah, he's the fucking logo. <laughs> the Disney Man. Channel, they used to draw out his head. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Oh, man. I want to, the, the worst part is when they go public domain and then like the, what was it? Blood and Honey, the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And then it came out and everyone was like, this is just really shit. Like yeah. it wasn't even like bad good. It was just really, really bad. I never saw it, but I, I heard it was really awful. But I want, like, you know how South Park did uh, Mickey Mouse and Randy going to China and smoking a bunch of drugs <laughs> and getting COVID? <laughs> it's like, I want yeah. that version of Mickey Mouse. I want, like, a drug bust Mickey Mouse. I want, like, Breaking Bad, but Mickey Mouse. <laughs> They remake Requiem for a Dream, or not <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. They remake Train Spotting. Uh, but it's Mickey with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, just stick him into something. Yeah, I want it like Frank. uncut gems, but it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but it's Mickey Mouse. And I want someone to do the like, it's him, but and he's working for Disney, and he's like trying to make more money for Disney, so he starts like selling organs. <laughs> yeah, God, there's so much potential. Yeah, so how much crossover with the Batman? Mm-hmm. Bam, bam, bam. Then, it's like the heavy footsteps, and then it's just Mickey. <laughs> I'm vengeance. <laughs> I'm vengeance. Mm. Oh. What are you supposed to be? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Just starts like fucking Fuck wailing on a dude's face, like blood all over himself. Yeah, Mickey doesn't use any weapons. He he is a weapon. He's a himself. bare knuckle boxer for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I watched uh 
watched the movie Bare Knuckle Boxing. Brad Pitt, Scottish or Snatch. Irish. Snatch. Yeah, I watched Snatch the other day. Is his accent uh real? You know what I mean? Authentic? Kind of. It's a very specific type of accent in Ireland. Um for like the traveling community. Um and it's not it's probably closer to accurate than it isn't, but it's still not great. <laughs> okay. Um okay. but I I do think better. that he did a good job in that movie and it's very fun to watch. Off the top of your head, uh if you can think of one, who has done the best Irish accent? Oh. Who's played the best Irishman? I don't know actually. I think Tom Cruise played an Irishman at one point. Did he really? Yeah. I can't remember. I, I feel like he would not do a good job. I think it was the movie him and Nicole Kidman met each other on. And then they got married. And have you ever seen that picture of her after she got divorced? And she's like out in the sun and she's all yeah. happy. And it's like, fuck you, Scientology, I'm free. <laughs> um... I don't actually know. It's usually Irish people doing good other accents, but I don't know any people that do a good Irish accent. Hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. We'll never know. We'll never know. I, I mean, I would like to know. People send me suggestions. I want to see. I think I tried looking that up for a video one time, but I have a fucking stupid brain that can't remember what I did. Dude, I... To pivot the subject completely, I am one of those guys now that just bought a 3D printer. <gasps> I've been thinking about it. I don't know how to do anything, but it seems like you can make cool so stuff. I didn't realize, because I got it for miniatures that I want to, like, I follow people on Patreon that they, like, make this stuff in ZBrush and you just download it and print it yourself. I have a thing printing right now. It's a mimic chest <gasps> from Dark Souls. For the uh, for the three D printing community, do you care to share what kind of three D printer you got? So I got a an Elegoo, which uh, the reason for their name is stupid, and I'm not going to talk about it now. But I got an Elegoo for it's a Saturn II, and I didn't realize that there's two types of three D printers now, which is filament, which is the spool of cable that goes in and burns it onto the plate, but there's also resin which does it oh. backwards. So it goes in and then raises. So you have a, a vat oh. of like liquid resin and the plate goes down into it and then there's a UV plate underneath that flashes and solidifies the resin onto the plate. That's so cool. Is that what you have? Yeah. So, for because I got it for miniatures that I want to like take off and then paint. The filament printers, I don't they, maybe they are good, but I think they always leave that kind of like 3D layer look. But yeah. the resin ones are much better about they can like anti-alias their edges and they can get really smooth and really, really detailed, which is more so important for 3D miniatures. Is this your first print? So I got it. I set it up in one of the rooms in my house and then I started Googling because the smell wouldn't go away and apparently they're the stuff that they send out can be very toxic and oh, I good. didn't realize so I haven't done that now it's in a shed in my basement <laughs> with a gigantic <laughs> industrial fan blowing out into the yard to get rid of the smell <laughs> and I I have a not a rebreather a respirator like a respirator 
that I use for like spray painting and stuff anyway, just so I'm not breathing in any paint. And I I set it up down there. I tried to print the mimic thing, didn't work. And I was like, okay, I'll try again now with supports and everything. Cause you have to put it into a software and add like support things that you break off. And I did that, still didn't work. I just had a fucking pile of resin that was hardened to the, the film on the bottom that I have to scrape out. And I was like, well, I kind of fucked up the film doing that. So I redid that and holy fuck was that an annoying experience to do. I did that today. Well, cause also any of this takes hours and hours and hours, Took right? three and a half hours per attempt. And I didn't know it wasn't printing <laughs> until it's done. Cause you can't see the plate cause it doesn't rise up far enough. Yeah. So I did that and then I scraped off the, all the shit and I poured out the resin back into the thing with a funnel and a filter because it's, you can't like wash it down a drain because it's very toxic. Um, you're not even allowed to dispose of like paper towels with it, with resin on it until you like cure it. So you have to like leave it in the sun or put it into a curing station because um, it's toxic and it doesn't cure until it hits UV. So it's like liquid yeah. all the time. So I did that and I was fucking around with shit and I replaced the film on the on the bath and it had like four screws to take off. Then you flip it. Then it had 12 more screws that you have to take off. Then you flip that again. Then it had like 24 screws that I had to take off to release the film because it all has to be like taut, like a drum head. Yeah. And I did that today and then I put it back in and I was like... I'm going to change the settings. I think my exposure time for... Because with a filament one, it does it on the top down and it just prints on the plate. Yeah. And then... But this one is gravity. So it uh -huh. prints onto the plate. But if you don't expose the UV long enough, it won't separate from the film. So it just sticks to the film instead of sticking to the build plate. So I had to like set the thing to like... Okay, I'll set it for like a 25 second burn onto the plate or 45 seconds or something. I can't remember what settings I did. But I took settings online, I did a test print that took like 19 minutes that was like an actual like, like test thing to be like, it has a bunch of holes in it, it has a bunch of detail and you can take, you can see how yeah. good your printer is. And I did that and that worked and now it's printing the Mimic again and I hope <sighs> after three and a half hours that it'll be good and it'll be done. And then Jesus. I bought a bath that you put them into and you fill with isopropyl alcohol and then it spins and it washes all the excess resin oh. off of it. And then there's a curing station that you put it in and it's just a plate with like UV lights in it that hardens all the resin. Because if you touch uncured resin, it's bad for your skin. It can really irritate you and give you a rash and make you allergic to it. So I was like, I learned a lot about 3D printers in the last four days and it's so fucking annoying and I got so close to just throwing the whole thing out and I got so sick of it. <laughs> but if it works, it's going to be cool because then I don't have to rely on just like Games Workshop prints or... Yeah. But it's... That's sweet. I also bought the Dark Souls... Or not Dark Souls, the Bloodborne uh, board game because I had the card Ooh. game but I brought the board game that comes with figures that are resin printed... And then I can like prime them and paint them myself so I can paint Bloodborne oh. characters. Dude, it's so sick. That's fun. And I got so, I don't know if you saw them on my Instagram story, but I started like doing like higher level like painting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, these are the best ones I've ever painted. I'm a good painter. I can do this. How many, how many figs have you painted now? 
I painted a lot of like ultramarines, like the little guys, just to get practicing. Then I painted some Tyranids. I painted three of those. I've painted two. Do you have little magnifying glasses or anything? No, but I want them. I want them so bad. Because oh. when I'm painting, <laughs> I'm like, I can't really see this. Also, it might be contributing to my neck and back pain because I'm just wanting to play this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do want a set of glasses. I want the ones that like the dentist has. <laughs> that you're just like, yeah, like I can so see cool. the filament. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the grain. That'd be sweet. But I start using like I think I talked about it last week. But like the contrast paint method, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting better. I got a whole set of speed paints from the army painter. I have airbrush paints that don't need to be thinned down oh. for them. I'm about to hit fucking fifth gear, baby. <laughs> Oh, baby. You got to get the glasses like the 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 guy in Toy Story 2. Yeah! He's got the little, like, clip, clip, I'm him! I got, a, I got, like, 3D printed things from Etsy that were, like, Hollow Knight and um, Hornet that's in, like, the Silk Song game. And I got those, and I was like, you kind of used a weird paint on these, and I didn't really like it. So then I, like, primed them and painted them again myself, and now they look sick. And I was like, I can do it now. I can do this. I don't things. need instructions. But I, I really got into doing all that shit because we had, um, now he's over it so I can talk about it. We had BB issues this week, which were he, <clears throat> I mean, you and I talked about it in private, but he, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it publicly until we had like answers and he was out of it and we were kind of worried about him and just in case anything happened to him. But we know, he got diagnosed with diabetes and he has all that. And then like a week ago, we came downstairs. Well, I came downstairs and I was like, hey, beep. And he didn't really react. And I was like, oh, weird. But he has diabetes. His glucose might be off. And then I walked into the kitchen. He wasn't reacting to anything. He was just like staring into the distance. And I was like, are you okay? And then Evelyn finished her stream and she came down. She's like, how is he? And I was like, I don't know. Check him out. He's a bit weird. And then she yeah. was touching him and he had like a really high temperature. And I took like the baby thermometer, like the ear one. And I was like, I don't mm -hmm. know how accurate this is going to be for a cat. And I put it in his ear, and he had a 40-degree uh, temperature, which was like 104. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's kind of bad. So we called the vet, and then we brought him in, and he had to spend the night at the vet. They were checking him out, and then said he had a fever. All that stuff passed, and then the next morning, they were talking about it again. They were like, we'd like to keep him in another night. He's not eating he wouldn't eat anything that we had. We would, like, pick him up and put him down, and all of his legs would just kind of, like, fold. Or knuckling, as they call it, where he would like. He, How old is he again? He's eight. So he's like. Maybe he's eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's like, I think he's like close to fifty years old in cat years. Mm -hmm. Um, we'd like put him down, and instead of like putting his paws out, he would like fold them, and then he would just kind of like slump over, and we we're like, that's not good. So yeah. we brought him to the vet, and we're like, they were checking his glucose a bit more. He got one of those tags on him that people get. It's actually a tag mm -hmm. for people that you put on. And we were just scanned with our phone. And they were doing that with him. And then they were like, we want to send him to a clinic that's two hours away. And we want you to bring him and get him checked out and get more tests done. Because they're specialized. They have MRIs. They have CAT scans. They can do all these other specializations. So we brought him there. And... We drove for like two hours, brought him there, we're worried about him, and then he, they were like, okay, we want to keep him overnight, and we'll do all of these tests on him, and then after two days, they called and were like, 
we don't think he has anything like a, he doesn't have like a brain tumor or anything like that none of the blood work yeah. we did they they did like x-rays on his back and his hips because he got really thin so we were worried that he mm -hmm. had like skeletal issues he didn't have anything like that they took like they had to like take a needle and go right into his bladder to take a urine sample and right Aww. into his liver and take a liver sample those were all fine he might have had a liver infection because cats get those really easily because the way their pipes are oriented mm. so man. they didn't know what was really wrong with him they think that apparently something can happen i can't remember what it's called it's like neuro diabetes something that when they get diabetes it can affect their brain it basically like spreads to their brain and their neurotransmitters aren't working properly yeah you were telling me that and i was like i didn't know that diabetes affected your brain at all same so it was like affecting his back legs where his back legs didn't really work anymore and they've atrophied a lot but now it like started affecting his front paws and the fever was probably because of diabetes related stuff and they sent us home they give us antibiotics he's on those so he spent like four days four nights and five days away from home and we were like yeah stressing the fuck out. i was like i don't really want to work right now i like mm -hmm. i would just not be good company <laughs> in a video so i was like yeah. i'm just gonna paint and watch the simpsons and that's all i did um but now he's back and finally we're like relaxing a little and evelyn like spent two nights on the couch with him to be like let's make sure you're okay we have to like keep checking your glucose and scanning your thing yeah. to get like a curve to see where he is and he's he's not out of the woods yet but he's doing better so now we're finally at a position where we're like okay you're fine nothing like yeah terrible happened to you so now we can talk about it <laughs> is he back screaming like normal oh is he ever the vets kept being like, he's very vocal. We're like, oh, that's not normal? Okay. And they were like, no, most cats don't really talk this much. And it's probably because every time I come downstairs, I'm like, beep. And he meows at me. I just, me and Evelyn constantly talk to him. So I think he's learned how to chat. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. How's it going? So I'm like, I didn't work really this week. And we were super stressed out and... I was like, okay, we're fine now. Everything's good. We can relax. But it's good to just have that little relaxation, do a little painting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was that relaxing, but it definitely occupied my mind. And we went yeah. to see, like, Saw 10, which actually was good. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it was good. And I was like, really? I was like, <laughs> I, I was like I'm not going to go watch this until it's, like, out on streaming. And then I, I, people were like, the reviews are really good for this. I was like, mm -hmm. there's no way Saw 10 is good. But it was. It takes place in between like two and three or something, right? Uh, one and two, which I didn't know oh. until we left the movie. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I, there's, there, unless you're like a diehard fan of it or watched them recently, I didn't understand where it took place. I thought it was chronological. And I was like, yeah. oh, he's just back and didn't die from cancer. But doesn't he die in the fourth movie? And then I was all confused, and then we looked it up, and I was like, yeah, it's between one and two. Okay. Um, and there's some stuff that doesn't really make sense, but I'm like, this is actually good, and had, like, good characters, and actually made me care about people, and it wasn't just the stereotypical, like, you're all wake up inside a building, and you're all gonna die kind of vibe, which is pretty good for Saw, but I think it's the best one since oh Saw God. 2. I should, I need to watch both of them before I go and see it because i haven't watched them in a few years i don't think you need uh, to but i watched it was like two years ago i watched like one through 
five or something like mm. that. I think we did that a while back as well, yeah. yeah. I like them. They're stupid. Yeah, they're fun. They're dumb. They're stupid. I think they have... Kind of fun, though. It's like we watched Fast and the Furious 10 recently as well, and we normally like those movies, but that movie is fucking dog shit. God. I, is it the last one? No. The la- 10 <sighs> is being split into three movies, apparently. Why? It doesn't even say that it's like a trilogy. It doesn't say part one. It just ends with no resolution. It's like, what? Okay. Um... Ooh. But I I like those movies, like Fast 7, like Fast 5. Like, a couple of them are fun. And it's one of yeah. those movies where I'm like, I don't really care. I just want to watch dumb shit. And then this one came out, and I'm like, this is just bad. This is shit. I, I love Tokyo Drift. That's Tokyo a great Drift movie. Fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. I love that dude's accent. It. I thought it was fake until I heard him talk outside the movie. And I'm like, you talk like that? Oh, is, is it not fake? I mean, it's probably dialed up. Yeah. Maybe it, it's a fun movie though. Maybe it is fake. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll never know. But it's one of those accents that I like imitating, so I had fun watching that. And it's nice to see different scenery. It's a good time. Yeah. It's a great time. I love that. I love I love I wanna if you know how they live in Tokyo. Tokyo Drift. Drift Drift. So iconic. Well, friends, we've been leaking all, all day long now. Yeah. I've made an absolute mess of myself. I need to go get changed. We've had to, uh, we've had to start sitting on sham wows uh, <laughs> while, we, while we record. Just oh, shamma, so I got a scrub daddy. I did too. <laughs> I, 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 got... was, I was joking, but... I did get a scrub daddy. I, I like it. <laughs> it's a good product. It does a good. It does a, it does a great. That's job. That's exactly what it says on the box. Yeah, he scrubs, scrubs your daddy. He's got a little face. He's got a little face on it, and that that's like a, just a little bright spot in my day. And I go, <laughs> look at you. He got a little smiley face. Got a guy. That's nice. Uh, but they're infringing on my copyright of Sonny, So get back the fuck off, scrub daddy. Oh, Even though they shit. came first and made way more money than we'll ever make, but back the fuck off. But your bet yeah, your mascot scrub, doesn't daddy. even have a name. Scrubby. Yeah. But he's daddy. not even a daddy. <laughs> Despicable. I'm I'm gonna go and throw out all of my scrub daddies now after this. No, you don't have to. And refill my mug with top of the morning coffee. You should do that, but thank you. I should. Anyway, well thanks for watching everybody. Rain leak. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for t- nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again.